for a lot of us, rest is not easy. <laughs> And we're not mm -hmm. taught to do it. Um, we glorify being busy and we glorify work um, and action. And we're actually very bad at resting. So, you know, to really have a committed day of rest actually takes quite a bit of preparation. All right. Hello, friends. We are back for another episode of The Wisdom of the Wilderness with your host, Greggy, here. And this is a really fun episode. We got my friend Realist Idealist back again because we have so much fun recording and there's always crazy nuggets and tidbits of wisdom and whatnot. And we laugh a lot. And we're recording. It is Boxing Day, uh, the day after Christmas for uh, all y'all out there. And we recorded. Um, I'm sitting in the cab of my truck in the sunshine in the Saguaro land. And we were actually talking about a topic that I'm sure many people might be pondering right now as we just finished off holiday, pretty much finished off holiday season. The uh, new year is coming up in a few days here. But we talk about rest and how Realist Idealist has integrated a Sabbath day into her calendar. So yeah, there's a little bit of a religious uh, history of the Sabbath, and then we talk a lot about why uh, she decided to implement this practice, uh, figuring out what's out of balance in her life, and I think for a lot of us out there, technology, technology is out of balance, uh, digital detox, that is a great thing to do, um, pardon me, but yeah, so talk a lot about just the the way that uh she has structured her rest days um how how or what to do on those rest days um so again you know if you're thinking about doing a rest day adding it or integrating it in um there's actually a lot of planning that goes into having a day where you maybe don't buy anything or don't uh, do any activity that requires someone else's labor to do um even your animals if you've got them uh, we talk about some of the benefits that could happen if there's a society-wide rest day, as we're told there was back in the days of kings and queens and guillotines. Um, also, as well, you know, um, the importance of taking a break and having that reset to then come back, as opposed to, you know, is, is a two-day weekend enough? We talk a little bit about some of the different work schedules one may have and sort of compare and contrast um, our experiences doing different things and having those long breaks of rest or more short interspersed ones, uh, and as well working with the rhythms of the seasons. So again, there's a lot of cool stuff out there. I, I encourage you to, to listen to this, and if it resonates with you, share it with somebody you know, friend, lover, coworker. Uh, I was going to say spouse, but that's pretty much covered by lover. Um, yeah, anyways, out there. Uh, and again, if you get a chance as well, um, please leave me a review. Uh, give a star rating on your podcast platform of choice. It's really cool to see that there are people in over 50 countries have listened to this. Um, Spotify says numbers are increasing. I just enjoy making podcasts and talking to people. So yeah, we had Heidi last week. We've got Realist Idealist this week, and we'll see who's out there for the next week. And if you'd like to be on, you've got an interesting story, um, something that maybe is not what we're told we should be doing, work nine to five for 40 years and then retire and have two years that you might want to enjoy before you die. Come talk to me. Send me a message, cactusmoose at protonmail, at cactusmoose on the Instagram. Uh, pretty easy to find who I am because I share it all the time. So, yeah, look very forward to talking to people out there. And without further ado, let's get right to the episode with a Realist Idealist. 
Hey friends, we are back for another episode uh, with one of my closest friends, Realist Idealist. Hello, Realist Idealist. Hello. And Merry Boxing Day, as we have just Merry discussed. Boxing Day. <laughs> We're recording this on the day after Christmas, uh, which if you live in some parts of the world which are heavily influenced by, is it the queen or the king? Is the queen a robot or the queen died? I can't remember. But uh, <laughs> anyways, if you're influenced by the British, uh, it's Boxing Day, so... Um, Maybe I'll put a link in the show notes. We were just talking about that. Uh, but happy Boxing Day, and uh, thank you for being here. Um, and, you know, our chat about Boxing Day got into a little bit about how there are holidays. And, you know, we were, we were recording the day after Christmas. Christmas can be a stressful, stressful holiday um, for a lot of different reasons. And one of the things I'm excited to chat about is the idea of rest and realist idealist you have done some very interesting things with your life in the past year or so two years or so and uh i'm curious to hear your take on that probably the i think you're being a little generous probably probably maybe um maybe like eight months or so oh yeah <laughs> Oops. yeah it's all good it's all good um it's just uh yeah so i um started to let's see where did this start um this really started there was maybe a couple of origins but i think one of the the clear origins was um reading the book the ruthless elimination of hurry and you know in that book it basically i mean this title's fairly self-explanatory um you know but it talks about eliminating you know, hurry from your life. Um, but in doing so, it also, and it gives strategies for how you might do that. Um, but it also gives a pretty compelling um, outlook on why that's important. Um, so I think like that was probably one of the more um, clear cut origins that gave me a lot more structure of um, really building in like regular days of rest. Um, so that book is, has a very Christian orientation. Um, you know, so when they're talking the day of rest, they are talking more like a Sabbath or like a Sunday, um, you know, that kind of references, you know, the seven days of God's creation and resting on the seventh day and all of that. Um, I don't necessarily lean that way in my adult life, so I haven't necessarily kept those components, but that's sort of the origin of um, building that that into my life on a regular basis. Um, okay. Yeah. Cool. And how has that taken shape for you? Uh, you know, is it is it on a Sunday? Are you in a nine to five Monday to Friday ish at the moment? Um, yeah. How does that how does it work? Yeah. I mean, it's taken on different shapes um, because, yes, I am an, an eight to four Monday through Friday worker um, so that it has been more frequently than not pushed to the weekend. Now, I would think like the the book would say that there is something very powerful about doing this in the collective, right? So doing it either as a family unit or even as a whole society um, of, of really like everybody kind of going into a state of rest. I have not mm -hmm. been able to, ex to, to experiment with that. Like I've been doing this very solo. Um, I mean, I've had support, but I'm the only one 
permitted to rest at any given time um, in this particular degree anyway. Right. So, um, you know, so generally it has been a weekend um, and it's what weekend day has kind of differed um, depending just on, on what's what else is going on. Um, there have been times that I have pushed it outside the weekend if that's available to me. So I'm a teacher. So sometimes that is available. Um, and I can do a rest day on a different day if needed. So like for me, it's been flexible. Um, I know that for other people that do a rest day, um, I think that they find it important to commit to a day. Um, you know, and so, you know, it's, it's definitely a thought, um, that that might be a good place to go at some point, but so far it's been flexible and I've really been focusing on it being very intentional and very deliberate. And I find that's really important. Um, cause I think possibly one of the ways that this goes awry most easily is entering into a rest day with an idea that rest is easy. For a lot of us, rest is not easy <laughs> and we're not mm-hmm. taught to do it. Um, we glorify being busy and we glorify work um, and action and we're actually very bad at resting. So, you know, to really have a committed day of rest actually takes quite a bit of preparation to do that. Um, you know, so if you are, if you're a five day a week worker and you have two days off and one of them's going to be rest, that definitely influences what the other day might be. So um, it's, it just, it takes some logistical planning and it takes quite a bit of intentionality to really get a regular rest day in the schedule, I find. Okay. Okay. That, yeah, that's good to know. It's all good things to ponder. And how, how do, yeah, how do you, um, structure's not the word, but, you know, with, with your rest day, is that in all areas or in certain areas? Um, for example, like electronics are off for the whole day or, um, you know, you're going to sleep in for, like, is there a, is there a way that rest days tend to look for you? Or are they kind of all over the place and still, still being flushed out as it's definitely still being flushed out? <laughs> yeah. You know, and I've, I've, you know, um, I have read what other people do, um, for rest days. I'm definitely not the only one experimenting with this and there's, and you can find people who have done it a lot longer, but, um, I find like, you know, there, there are some things that, that tend to be pretty consistent across people. Um, and, and then some things kind of vary. So, you know, if you go back to more of like the biblical context of rest, um, one of one of sort of the the political lenses of it is that if you have kind of a societal structure that requires a day of rest, then that also means that everybody gets a day of rest, right? So like no one's working for you. Um, so biblically, no one's working for you, including your animals, right? So, so that's what rest means. Like as long as no one is, is working on your behalf, um, then you, you would be considered at rest. Um, you know, um, obviously like bringing that more into a contemporary place. Um, I still sort of hold a little bit of that lens. So like, I try not to do anything 
that requires anyone else to work for me. So that does mean like no shopping. Um, and for me, that also includes like online shopping, um, even though you could probably make a case that someone could get to that order later or something. Um, but mm -hmm. just this fact that, um, you know, even online shopping would sort of require someone somewhere to be working. Um, so like that, that's kind of a lens that I try to use um, to determine whether or not like I'm at rest. So, so there's like that component that comes in for me. Um, you know, the other component that comes in, oh, I kind of just lost my thought. Um, Oh, t is, is kind of, I think more personal based on what I think I might be out of balance with at that time. And so truly for me, um, I work online, I work remotely. So that often is technology because I sit on technology, like, you know, for like eight hours a day, um, just to work. And then obviously just personal things too. So, um, you know, for me, I find that's an important thing to do is to have a, a technology, you know, a lot of people call it the detox, right? The tech detox. Mm -hmm. Um, but to incorporate that into my rest day as well, um, is helpful. Cause I just think like personally I need that. Um, but I think it's possible to, you know, structure our rest day that maybe doesn't do that i think you could still consider yourself at rest and be on technology um but i think the, part of the the difficult part of that too is that i think when you're talking about really doing a rest day um it's really about getting into like a deeper state of rest so i mean obviously like we go to sleep every night so there's that rest um but then a lot of times we have downtime, but we don't really allow that downtime to be restorative. Um, so I think a lot of why that happens is due to technology of kind of getting into the scrolling or the searching, or I'm going to look up this, or I'm going to, you know, book that or whatever the case, you know, whatever you're into at that moment. And, and it kind of keeps us from really getting into that place where we are resetting and recharging at levels that affect us like our psychology and affect our spirituality and you know that those kind of things take a lot deeper rest we don't necessarily need to be sleeping um but we can't be mentally distracted all the time so i do find that combining my rest day with a tech detox is very beneficial for me Okay. That sounds fantastic. And I, I know I need that. Um, Everybody does really. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's too much. To, as I say, I'm recording this on my phone. At least I'm, exactly, taking, notes right? piece, I'm taking notes on a piece of paper. Um, I actually hand wrote stuff. It was great. I enjoyed it. But yes, there is a lot, a lot, a lot of technology that's out there. Um, would you tend to be resting for most of the day in when you're doing that? Or like, would you go, you know, be active outdoors or just a mix of the two? You know, I have done both. Um, and I think like, and I, and honestly, I sort of have not landed on, on what I prefer. Um, and I think it, it kind of depends a little bit on what life is at that time. Um, so for instance, like if I'm at, if I'm on summer vacation, then I tend to have a rest day be really, really restful, um, because I can do a lot of other 
stuff that I just want to be doing. Um, not on that rest day. Do you know what I mean? Like if I want to go on a hike, mm. I could hike not on the rest day. Um, yeah. Yeah. so like it kind of works. Um, and then I can really kind of settle into truly resting. And, you know, there's, there's a, it's a different, it is a different experience. It's a different challenge to be at sort of that state of rest for that long. Um, especially if you're used to being more active. Um, and I, and I like that, like, I think it's good. Um, I, I think it's something that doesn't get practiced very much, especially when you take the technology away and then you kind of have to confront that. What do I do? <laughs> what do I do if I'm not super active and I don't have technology, yeah. you know? So like there's a, there's a challenge to that and there's a discomfort to that, that I, I find very valuable working through of like, okay, I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to be in this inactive or less active state without crutching on some of the things I tend to crutch on. Um, but I find when I'm busier and I'm working, I tend to have a more active rest day because um, I only have like the two days off. Right. So um, yes. then I tend to fall back on more of am I making anyone else work on my behalf? So like if I do go out, I won't shop, um, which is always nice mm -hmm. anyway. <laughs> and, yes. you know, it's like, you know, I won't stop and get a drink or something like that. But like I might go hike and consider that um, still a rest day. And I think, um, you know, definitely like action, activity nature all of that stuff is still rejuvenating and still a reset so there are there are some times that i have included that and i think they're they're both good um i will say probably the more inactive one for me is more challenging so i think i feel like maybe i get a little bit more out of that um given what i'm trying to do at least okay yeah yeah, and that all makes sense. I'm just thinking for me to have a day where I'm not being active is hard enough, let alone. But I also see the value of it, which is why it's probably that hard for me to do it. Is right. something I need to do. Right, right. Yeah, um, well, and it's a skill. I mean, I think I think oh, yeah. it's it's easy to sort of, um, and not just with rest. You know, this just happens to be our our topic. But I, I think like just sort of in our society lately um there's been just sort of a lot of a lot of dialogue and um there just seems to be kind of a mentality that that the things you're good at come naturally to you and i don't really think that's true i think the things that we're good at we're good at because we do them enough um and then mm -hmm. yes eventually they come become you know second nature because we've done them enough right but it's like it started because you did them um you know so these like quieter things that we tend to mostly be pretty bad at um are, are often just due to lack of practice right like like, I know you're familiar with this. Like, you know, you sit down for your first meditation and I don't think anyone does that and is like, oh, I'm really great at meditating, <laughs> you know, because it's like, yeah. we don't do that. Um, we're not trained to do that. And, you know, then you go to do nothing and it turns out that it's really hard, um, you know, but it's not. Yeah. You know, we have a communicate to put it more succinctly. We have a communication in our society that we shouldn't do hard things. And when we come across something hard, it means it's not for us. And, you know, that's, I would encourage at least looking at that 
to see if how true that is. Um, because, you know, yeah, it might very well be like, wow, that's actually what I needed more than anything. Cause it was actually the hardest thing for me to do. I'm so good at being over here doing this other stuff. Um, but what's the balance on the other side? So. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'm just thinking like in terms of my life or other people's lives, like the things that I'm good at now, I was not always good at them. I just did them a lot and became better at them. Hmm. That leads to a deep question. Like, are there things that we're inherently good at or do we just do something, find we enjoy it and get better at it because we enjoy it? Right. And the enjoyment, I think, sort of helps buoy the frustration, right, of not being good at something like, you know. Mm-hmm. that was actually really hard, but I enjoyed it. So you kind of didn't care that you were fumbling along or that it was hard or that people were better at it than you or whatever, because you enjoyed it enough. Um, whereas if you don't, yeah, maybe you're going to notice those things a lot more, right? Like, oh my gosh, that person over here is doing it way better and I'm just not good at it. Right. Or, um, yeah, it's okay, but I'm kind of frustrated and now I'm really noticing that I'm frustrated and maybe I'll go do something that doesn't frustrate me. And I think there's like a time and place for that. Like, you know, I don't think there's a need to engage in unnecessarily frustrating things, you know, like life's short, enjoy it. Um, but I do think like that's kind of where the rest day gets kind of interesting um, because it is a kind of a reset at a deeper level and at a level that I don't think we often get to reset on. Um, I think we're pretty good. I, I don't, I shouldn't even say that we are okay ish at having a physical rest. <laughs> um, Cause we at least make ourselves go to sleep. Uh, but we're not even great at that. Most of us. And we're really culturally pretty weak in other areas of restoration. So yeah, when we approach these things, not only is it going to be something that we probably don't have a lot of experience with, but it's not something that we've really had a lot of really great examples of culturally. And truly it's not very supported. It's weird, you know, and so uh, likely, I mean, I found more or less enough respect for it, you know, but um, I think it is a little, it's strange for people to run into that of like, oh, no, I, I'm just not doing anything that day, <laughs> you know, and it's like, what do you mean? Are you busy? Yeah. No, I mean, yes, but no, you know, I know I'm not. That's the point. And yeah. I'm not going to become busy. So I'm going to like block off this time. And it's mm-hmm. very tempting. And I failed plenty, you know, of being like, well, sure, I can like fit that in and mostly rest, right? Like, it's yeah. almost a rest day, you know, things like that are just super easy to do. Because even if even if no one's really coming along and blatantly like blowing through your boundaries or anything, it's still just a very hard boundary to hold, because we don't see it held. Yeah. Hardly at all. Um, even with, you know, the very dominant Christian view, that rest day does not really get into society. And the extent that it had been there is largely eroded away you know most businesses really are still open on sunday um Mm -hmm. you know a lot of 24 7 businesses and things like that so you know we even what little bit did kind of make it into mainstream society is largely gone at this point yeah i'm just i'm thinking you know having worked from a lot of german with a lot of germans um it does it has tended to surprise them that oh like 
Banff, their stores are open in Banff on Sundays. In Germany, that's not usually a thing. And you know, at the same time, I can remember being a kid growing up in BC, and there was a lot of stuff closed on Sundays. I mean, it's only, only within the past two decades that you could, anywhere in BC, could you buy alcohol on a Sunday? Um, so, I mean, th things are, have shifted, shifted recently, but it's just a lot more tied into just the idea of having a rest day. And even if Sunday's your rest day, they're going to often, in the, in the um, religious way, like you're still getting up and going to church. And then are there obligations around that? Yeah, this is a lot, sure. a lot deeper, a lot deeper question than I thought of. Like, I oh, just taking a rest day. Like, holy cow, it actually gets complicated quite quickly. Really, really, really fast. Yeah, and and uh, but when you're resting, you'll have a lot of time to think about it. And <laughs> mm. you know, you'll be like, what am I doing here? Um, and it turns out a lot <laughs> as you're not doing much at all. Um, you know, but but I think like for me. I, I, I would love to see a rest day become more societal. Like, like I said, you know, earlier, like, I think there would be a huge, maybe I should say, I, I think it would just be interesting and, and a benefit and experience to sort of have this collective, like, okay, no one's really doing a lot. And then, yeah, naturally that does lead to businesses being closed and things like that. But, but of just like, mm -hmm. like collectively, everyone's going to kind of take like a big deep breath and, and release today. Um, you know, but um, as a, as an individual, I think what it offers is it, I think it really offers some introspection on what counterbalance an individual needs in their life to balance whatever their life is. Right. So, um, you know, because I think like potentially, um, you know, if you're a sedentary worker, which, you know, I mostly am, I'm, I work at a desk, um, that a rest day might really benefit from something much more active because that's sort of the counterbalance, you know, but yeah. um, if you're very, very active, then a rest day might really benefit from in action um because that's the counterbalance to kind of your daily life or if you you know have a job where you're up and up and up um then yeah maybe there would be a counterbalance to really kind of shutting that down but i think for regardless of that um because that was kind of a physical example which i think is was is easier to see but i think um like where a rest day gets really interesting is getting that i call it like a spiritual reset but yeah. you know i think there's like i think there's let me sort of come back to that because i think the other mm. thing that's sort of like prevalent in our society that i've seen a lot i've been guilty of too um is sort of this declaration of i can't people today right <laughs> i yeah. i'm sick of people <laughs> i'm over it whatever like you know and the truth is you're a human you love people um you're wired that way sorry not sorry to whoever disagrees mm -hmm. with that you're a human and you're social um the problem i think is is that because we don't allow time in our lives to reset we are depleted we are coming to people with no energy and that's annoying, okay. <laughs> you know, because yeah. it's kind of like I need something to give you and it's not in there, 
you know, you need, you need my energy or you need my presence or you need my calmness or you need my help or you need my companionship or you need my emotional regulation or, or whatever it is that we need from each other at any given moment. I think so frequently we're coming to each other with the or without the resources to provide that for people. And that's tough. It's tough to sit there and be like, I don't have what you need. Um, and then vice versa, right? <laughs> We're like, I'm looking for something from this social interaction too. And it's kind of not happening. It's coming up a little empty. So, mm -hmm. you know, I think that there, I think maybe what's been made more apparent to me through having rest days is that, you know, being with people, being not at rest, basically, right, at, in any capacity, really, but speaking more from a social, psychological, spiritual stance, um, being with people, it just uses some of your gas, right? Like, I mean, if you're a car, and you go yes. driving around, you're just going to, some of your gas is going to be used. And so having these social interactions uses some of your gas, and you just need to refuel. And I think that's the part that we're missing. You know, so it's like we've used all our gas and then we sit there on an empty tank and say, well, I'm not that social and I don't like people. <laughs> it's like, no, you need to refuel. Like, you're good. Mm -hmm. This is just part of the ebb and flow. Um, so this is not a personality flaw or even a personality characteristic. There's nothing wrong with you. And there's nothing wrong with the people either. It's just hard to give people what they need and vice versa without any gas in the tank. And, you know, a rest day, I think, kind of allows for that spiritual, psychological, social, emotional reset to actually come back you know, into society in a way that we can actually serve society instead of in this depleted way where, you know, we're just surviving there. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of sur surviving and stressed out and adrenaline out and caffeinated out and, and, and that's a really good point. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just it's just part of the cycle, you know, and so th I think that's been helpful for me. Like, it's just like it's, you know, instead of going into this thought pattern that then builds this belief, um, you know, that that, you know, I don't like people or I don't like to be around people or people are stupid and society stupid and whatever, whatever these negative things that we tend to think. <laughs> and I, I like I said, I'm as guilty as anybody else. Um, you know, but but those are not particularly helpful. And really, they're not true. Um, it's just that we're not at capacity to deal with it. You know, and I think that also rest days have given me that language to kind of understand myself. Like, it's like, okay, what's my capacity for this? And so then it allows me to say like, that is beyond my capacity today. It's not necessarily beyond my capacity ever, you know, but like today I'm not fueled enough for that, you know? Um, and then also yes. to sort of be sure you are fueled enough for the things that you know you need to be fueled for, right? So, um, you know, obviously there's some situations that come up in our lives and unfortunately some of them we cannot foresee, but some of them we can. Um, and so we can preemptively make sure that we are coming into these, these situations 
with the fuel that we need um, because it kind of gives the framework of having a um, variable level of capacity that changes depending on how refueled you are. Yes. Yes. And that would, yeah, I can see that changing like weekly, weekly easily, but definitely monthly and seasonally, you know, oh, being for sure. time yeah. and it's hard. I mean, especially, you know, I'm in the desert right now, but once it gets to be dark and cold outside, not so enticing to be out until 10 PM, but when for it's sure. summertime, like, yeah, right. I'm up from sunrise till sunset. Oh God. That was like 16 hour days for two months. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the, the cyclicality, I mean, that's, that's also tends to be missing in Western society. So, um, <laughs> we, we have barely a circadian cycle and even that we try to not live by to the best we can. Right. You know, but then, yeah, we, so we have that cycle, which we don't honor particularly well. And then we totally ignore all the other ones. Right. Like, Winter should be just like summer, should be just like spring, should be just like fall. A snowstorm really should be like a non-snowstorm, right? Like, what yeah. do you mean you're oh, closing? The snowstorm <laughs> is wrecking, wrecking my day of doing all these things at inopportune times. Right, right. So, you know, like, um, and I do think like a rest day does help contribute to the, to the, the cyclicality of life. Um, you know, now it's something I have not experience, uh, experimented with, but I think is is possibly worth doing is, you know, the, I have made my rest day weekly because, you know, our lives are broken into weeks and, you know, yes. I'm enough in that world that my life are, are very weekly based. Um, but I think like there's probably some value in considering rest days that are more monthly, um, you know, whether that's monthly based on a calendar month or a lunar month or um you know like your own personal cycles um you know i think there, that there's there's some i i could see that being an interesting way also to um engage in more of a cyclical nature that incorporates rest and action um you know and i know that there's there's people who have um, some, some pretty strong opinions on, you know, for women, like certain things that should be done at certain parts with it at certain times within the cycle, um, you know, and, um, and that, that also influences the other people around them, right. As they cycle hmm. through more and less active periods that that kind of brings their social fabric into that cycle as well. If of course, like you're willing to honor it. Um, and acknowledge yeah. that, you know, so that's not something I, I personally really have delved into yet. I would like to, um, you know, and I've sort of been, um, research sounds cold, but, um, mm -hmm. looking into it, <laughs> um, yeah. you know, and kind of seeing, you know, how that, that could maybe work, but I, I could see that being very valuable. And then I think for, you know, those of us with ancestry um, that has seasons, yes, I think also yeah. we have a cycle of a winter and summer, um, you know, because that's 
very different. Um, I mean, winter's just not the same as summer. The light's not the same. Mm-hmm. The temperatures aren't the same. Your food sources aren't the same. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, and that's something that we really try to breeze right through and not acknowledge. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a, that's a big one. You know, I'm noticing it now, you know, with, with the holidays and things happening, um, and it being Christmas yesterday, I'm like, okay, cool. Like I'm excited for, to see some of these things at the store. And I'm also like, uh, right. So pineapples available year round and bananas are available year round. And like, I can get fresh blueberries that are delicious, but these are a summer thing. Right. Right. So yeah, this idea is really growing on me at the moment. Um, with that rest. And I guess, yeah, like on that note, has, has your rest, have you started to, or have you been working with the rhythms of the seasons in doing things of, you know, like seasonal eating or anything Um, like that? Or, you know, I think like when I was younger, say mm, like mid twenties or so, um, I really had a lot of trouble in winter, um, that was a hard time for me. So I could get to Christmas. Okay. And then, Mm -hmm. and then Christmas too. I mean, when the time changed again was, was really challenging. Um, and I still think that that is a challenging time. I mean, I think we have, you know, up until the solstice, I think we have a lot of festivity. Um, and that helps. Um, but then after it's kind of like, good luck to you. <laughs> See you in spring, you know, um, you know, yeah. we, we kind of lose sort of that, that festive support and whether or not, you, or regardless of what festivity you opt to um, celebrate or not, um, you know, there's, there's lots of options. And I don't really think that it's, that it's like a coincidence that a lot of them fall in December, you know, because it's just, Mm -hmm. we kind of need that. Like we need that energy to sort of get there and to get through that darkest time. Um, But then, yes, I think because our society does not really then embrace like that really settling in um, that we fight it the rest of winter and you know it's hard it's hard to fight what comes more naturally right so um you know and then i think we call it things we probably shouldn't call it right so when you get up and it's dark and it's cold and you don't want to get out of bed i think it's a little bit of a stretch to call that depression i think that's just being human like yeah that's where you want to be because you're warm and safe there and it's cold and it's winter outside you know so we can't do that, you know, for all the obvious reasons, because life must go on and we have to go to work and et cetera, et cetera. And so we don't, and then it's hard, you know, and then we do come into those experiences depleted and we get frustrated and then we give ourselves a lot of diagnoses and really we just need to go to bed. Um, and I'm totally oversimplifying, but, but I do think Mm -hmm. that, that there's, there's an element of this happening, um, that, that some of the problems that we're having are, are derived from a disregard for the things that we need. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. And I, I see it too, in terms of like the sunlight and the quality of light and the the quality of nourishment, but also, yeah, the, the way that, you know, the, 
the conditioning from society is structuring into, well, you just do this exact routine all the time. That's not helpful for, like you're saying, the, the seasonal rhythms, the daily rhythms, the fortnightly rhythms, um, monthly lunar cycles. Like there's all these other rhythms going on with it. And, you know, this sort of, with the rigid inflexibility of cool school starts at this time year round or this job starts at this time year round doesn't allow for the natural balances and variation we have right well and it ultimately ironically makes us less productive so um you know largely these systems are developed so that um we're competing with machines right so mm -hmm. uh, which is a very unfair competition <laughs> you know like a machine is always going to be better at doing whatever it needs to do <laughs> at any given yes. moment that you'd like it to do it um and humans are never going to be as good at that um and so and then now with like ai we have even even weirder competition with oh, machines God. but not yeah. even going there i don't know if i'm ready to go there <laughs> but mm -hmm. um from more of an industrial standpoint that's been the the human competition, um, you know, that machine can turn on at a given time and it can work all day without a break. And, you know, shouldn't people be able to do that? Well, no. Okay. We have some reasonable expectations, right? But um, they're not that reasonable. <laughs> they're not mm -hmm. really very human friendly. You know, your 15 minute break is not a human friendly break. Right. Um, you know, and so a, a lot of that's just, it, it's, it's really, it's really dehumanizing. Uh, and I use that word very deliberately. You know, when we do this to ourselves and when other people require this of us, it is, it's a dehumanizing feature. And, and I think it's something that is worth fighting back against. And I think that the rest day, regardless of how you opt to do it, in a small, tiny, little, itty-bitty way, is a rebellion against that. It is a rebellion of, like, this is my declaration that I'm not a machine because I'm resting. And it's not. Um, and, and I think... Um, that's important. It's, it's, it's important for ourselves and, and it's important for society and it's important. It's kind of important from both sides. I think as sort of being, you know, the little guy who's supposed to be the machine, I think it's important to make that declaration on the other side. You know, if you're kind of on the upper end of the industrial pyramid, I think it's also mm -hmm. equally important to acknowledge that, um, that the people working for you are people and not machines you know your machines are machines and your people are people and and the rest day helps keep that delineation a little bit more clear yeah yeah there there's, there's a lot of stuff in that with, with the machines and the ai it was like oh my god and then the ai is programming in machines and they're just never going to stop and it's skynet and blah 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 um, yeah 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 yep. but <laughs> But having, yeah, just I just keep coming back to the idea of rest and keep thinking of like the people, and we've talked about this a bunch, the people that pushed a cart or drove a wagon across the plains a hundred and, I guess we're coming up on 200 years ago now. Good God. Um, but, you know, the, that difference of the lifestyle, like that was, you know, putting yourself at risk and, you know, with, without all these creature comforts we have now, and now that whole idea is, is a gasp. You're like, that was, 
somebody took that opportunity to go and do this physical feat, which many would not be able to do. Many people in the world today would not be able to walk the Oregon Trail. Um, but the importance of rest and taking that time to rest and relax is just not there. I don't know exactly what my thought was. That's just an image that came to me. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but, but seeing that and seeing how it's transitioned from, you know, like kings and queens and guillotines and having that rest day for everyone to just go, 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 don't stop, um, 24-7 access to everything, it's shocking when you think about it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it really is, and I think, like, it might be worth, you know, exploring for a minute here, like, how mm -hmm. holidays fit into that, because we just had one. Yeah. Um, yes, 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 <laughs> Christmas was yesterday. You know, yeah, and, and you know, because holidays um, are still in Western society, we, we still appreciate a few of those. I mean, not tons, but a couple. Um, and... And so, you know, that's that's often a rest day from work, but it tends to be for a lot of people. And I think if you just were going to make a blanket, blanket statement culturally, it's still a very active day for people. It's just a different type of activity. Right. So it's not like work activity. Um, it's more like this this social celebratory um communal uh, you know activity which we really need um and i and i always get a little bit worried um not that i want anyone to like stress themselves out over holidays <laughs> you know there's always a balance to everything um but i always get a little bit worried when and this seems to happen particularly for christmas because it's a big one um that people get stressed about it to the point that it maybe feels like it's not worth doing. And, you know, it's a concern because I, I think it's like, we need that type of rejuvenation as well. Um, you know, so the rest day of sort of inactivity, I think is a little bit different than sort of the rejuvenating day off that comes from a holiday or an extended holiday. Um, you know, that, that is really important to engage in. And if we are unable to come to our days of rest and our days of celebration empty or full, and we come to them empty and therefore they become frustrating, um, I, I feel that there's a tendency to think like, oh, well, the holiday's gotten out of control. And maybe it has. I mean, that's kind of a different talk. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, I think that really the conversation needs to be or the, the analysis needs to be, okay, but what were you doing from like August to December that makes you yeah. this unable to come to a day of celebration with people that you supposedly love. Um, and, and I think like, that's the real question. If this day is the stressor, why aren't you full enough for it? And that's what needs the analysis because we do need these celebratory moments and whether or not they're a holiday or whether they're or not, they're once in a lifetime events like weddings or, you know, yeah. larger birthdays or whatever, you know, whatever we might celebrate. Um, you know, we need to be able to come to these parts of our lives full um, and we're not. And so it seems like there's a kind of a collective frustration around these things of like, Oh, but I don't, I, I don't really have time for Christmas. <laughs> 
I don't have time to go to that wedding. I don't have like, you know, a, a kind of like, and maybe we even wish we did, you know, um, you know, or, or we're done, we're over it, you know, it's stupid, whatever. Um, but I, but I think that's, it's, it's putting the focus on the wrong, <clears throat> excuse me, the wrong spot. And we really need to focus on what are you doing on a daily, weekly, monthly, annually basis that keeps you full or mostly full so that you can arrive at your life. Um, I mean, your life isn't working. So when you sit there and say, I'm too busy for my non-work activities, I think we have a huge problem <laughs> and we need to address it. And we can address it by being very intentional about how we build in not working, however that looks. Yeah. Yeah, I know that like it was thinking of back on my life when I did have the flexibility of a 980 schedule and every other Friday off, I was happy to work those that extra half hour, 45 minutes, an hour times those nine days to have that Friday off. It just opened all these things up and relieved a lot of stress. And it was a, I don't know, neat's not the word. It was an experience to see my the rest of the people that were in my life and i mean even even to now having a monday to friday schedule with every monday to friday just that one day or even that one afternoon sometimes um added like t was such a stress relief of trying to schedule appointments and do things you know i'm i'm struggling to comprehend why that hasn't become more widespread or some other alternative structures haven't haven't taken it and why there is this big ingrained thing whether it's the seasonal rest or you know like what in your life is working just because everybody does it doesn't mean it's the right thing oh for sure yeah absolutely um yeah i mean we you know we we generally i mean i think like covid did put a good wrinkle in things from that standpoint mm. you know of like <laughs> look we have been forced to reassess how certain things can work or not work um and look how they worked perfectly fine um things that we said could not work fine worked perfectly fine given a totally different structure right and um mm -hmm. and, and i know like remote work's not for everybody like some people really hate it that's totally fine like you do you but i think um yeah there is definitely a rigid thought process um I don't know that I have the most balanced, generous interpretation of why that is. <laughs> you know, I, I do feel like that there's a lot of, I, well, I'll give the caveat. I do feel like a lot of it's just very traditional and, and you know, ingrained and that's kind of like our default setting. Um, but I think a lot of it is, is a very egotistical um, control, control, mentality of of like you know if i'm paying these people i'm going to control their their time um you I know <laughs> right right you know so and you know there might be some instances where that thought process might make sense um i mean we do have hourly work and so to that degree i can maybe see where that's sensible but there's a lot of instances where jobs are salary or more based on an output or a product yes. and um 
you're kind of expected to do that sort of regardless of the time. So why someone needs to come in and say that you need to do this and then you also need to do it within this structure, you know, often isn't um, a necessity. So mm. yeah, it's something that's kind of keeps getting pulled in. Um, you know, but I think it's maybe just a, um, like I said, I, it's hard for me to get to a really generous place to interpret that because yeah. to me, it feels very um, bad. <laughs> it feels very yes. controlling and, yeah. um, you know, and a little evil at times. And, you know, I'm just, oh, look, look at me and my puppets. And, um, you know, they're they're doing these things when I say, <laughs> and, you know, mm -hmm. this is our, our work schedule, but, it, but it's like, people are actually less productive that way. Um, you know, so it, it's honestly not even about productivity. Um, because if, if it were a data driven situation around productivity, um, you know, it has been proven that in decreasing the work week slightly is actually more productive. Um, and I forget if exactly the number, if it was down to 30 or if it was even 35, but like a yeah. little bit less actually makes people much more productive, especially if you mm -hmm. have jobs that require things like mm -hmm. cooperation, like what job doesn't, um, yeah. <laughs> problem solving, creativity, um, those kinds of skills that really require yes. a little bit more of us, um, and we need to be more full. We just need more gas in the tank to do those jobs well. And so that's how we get gas in the tank is by not working and, and you know, yeah. refreshing. So, yeah. Wow. Solving the world's problems. If only people would listen to us. If only. I know they didn't ask us. What's no, with that? But I it's so much nicer than all this BS that people are like, oh, you just do it because you have to. Work work for 40 years so you can retire and enjoy too and then die. Oh, wait, no, do your own thing. Um, yeah. Do you think, I guess that that's what we got into. So, you know, you took the influence that you had all contributed and you took this step into, I'm going to take a rest day. That's sort of the. I see that as similar to the energy of entrepreneurship or leaving the status quo and what's not working and taking steps towards um, what works for you. And, you know, for all the harping on the nine to five, Monday to Friday, I'm just done. Um, for some people, that is the best possible outcome for them. And that's awesome. But I think it's really important that we have ways that you can function in society that aren't the archaic is the word that comes to mind at the moment. Um, you do this because you have to going back to factory days and schools being set up to create good factory workers. Um, yeah, much in favor of this is flexibility. Learn it when you learn it, do it when you do it best. And as long as the outputs being met, who cares when or how you do it? Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I would agree with that. I mean, I, I you know, I think um, I, I don't really have like a, a huge problem with necessarily with the idea of a nine to five. I, I do think it works or whatever your hours are with set hours, maybe I should say, um, mm -hmm. poetically from nine to five. Um, 
But, you know, I think that's great for some people. I think some people really enjoy that type of structure. They enjoy not having maybe the same degree of um, responsibility. I mean, with doing your own thing does come a lot of stress. Um, and while it's flexible, it's also uh, hard to create those boundaries of like, I'm working and now I am not. <laughs> right. And then, you know, we kind of it's it's easy to fall into the same trap, right? Because it's like, okay, here I'm being my entrepreneurial self and now I, I am successful and things are growing. And so now I've hired people. And are you honoring that in the people that you hire or are you hiring people so that they can be machines so that you can have the flexibility? And I think that happens quite frequently. Maybe that's my more generous interpretation, mm, <laughs> you know, okay, of just... Yeah an accidental like whoops i i was busy and i did i worked very hard and i worked a lot of hours many of them which maybe i shouldn't have and now i would like more freedom and so i'm going to have someone else come in and take some of the load which is not necessarily a problem in and of itself but are those ideals of cyclicality and and rest and leisure and balance coming into the structure in the schedule that you are requiring of other people and i think usually the answer is no i want them there from this hour to this hour so that i know that's yes. happening you know yes. and i can sort of like stop thinking about it you know but it's like you know and i think that's kind of like why the the rest day is biblical i think is for that reason it's kind of like nope work all resting so okay there yeah, you go. That, and that makes sense that makes sense right instead of having someone work so you can rest which is largely what has happened um in more contemporary society right like we have some people with a high degree of leisure and some people with like absolutely none and for the most part people who are able to have a high degree of leisure are able to do so because there's other people without it. Um, and this is kind of a problem. Yep. Thanks, Amazon. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I mean, well, you know, but it, but it's, you know, there are some people, um, you know, that I, I think are really well-intentioned that are kind of missing this point. You know, um, there are some people that are really quick to say like, oh, no, this the, this is these are the choices that I've made. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like, yeah, you did, but you're able to have that choice because there's other people still working. You're able to do yes, this because yes. there's other people still delivering your packages and still saving yes. people's lives and still uh, what else do we need? Removing snow and still, um, yeah. you know, all the things the that we are essential, right? And so all of these things are happening. You know, there's still people that are going to fix your electricity when it goes out and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. All these things are happening. Um, and because all of these things are happening, yes, there's some other people that can do less stuff. Sometimes I can include myself in that, right? Um, and sometimes I can't. But, um, you know, I mean, I think, I think it's just something worth remembering, you know, that it's like I'm able to have this moment of leisure because someone else is, is doing work, um, you know, because yeah. we don't have a society that completely shuts down into leisure. And if we did, that might not be the case. So you'd just be like, oh, we're all, we're all at rest.
isn't that nice? Um, but we mm-hmm. don't. And so um, I th- I just think it's like, you know, like when I start to hear people get really righteous about their choices and everyone does make choices. And and yes, some people definitely make choices that are a little bit more fringe and they make choices that are scarier and like kudos to them. Like, you know, they're they're willing to step more outside the box. But I think, we you know, we just have to remember none of us are really so outside the box that. Um, we can have our systems totally fail and be okay. <laughs> yes, 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 yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Wow. Yeah, everything is is interconnected. And there's a lot, yeah, a lot of in, in, interconnection, interdependence. Um, gosh, yeah, I'm thinking of food webs, soil webs commerce webs uh getting your car repaired getting your tires everything is connected and you're not you're not on your own or doing it all on your own there is a huge network out there helping you for sure Uh, and and it'll help you better if if the network components can rest too you know so um you know i think i think that's kind of where you know where we we can really get into some pretty dangerous territory um, is, you know, kind of feeling like there's some things that are sort of worthy of certain amounts of rest and other things or other jobs or other people that are worthy of less or, you know, unfortunately, I think sometimes completely disposable. You know, it's like you do that until you can't do it anymore and then we'll just find someone else to do it. Um, is not a really great mentality to approach fellow people with, um, you know, so, so it is interesting, you know, it's like, um, you know, if you just kind of make everyone people, you know, like different people have different, um, amounts of rest available to them, um, than others different people need different amounts of rest um and have different capacities for rest and then need to do different things to recharge and so yeah when you have an inflexible societal structure um it doesn't really allow people the opportunity to read themselves and i i would venture to say that most people probably don't know (laughs) what their capacity for rest is because they haven't engaged in it enough to, no. to really figure it out, you know, or, or really what that even looks like, you know, it's like, do I need to sit in a chair all day or like, you know, can yeah, I move like, you know, all day? <laughs> you know, like what, what's going on? Um, you know, and I think like it, it kind of ties into, cause I would say a rest day would probably fall under the banner of self-care, right? Like, you know, which people love mm-hmm. to throw around that word. Like, what does that even mean? You know, like, oh God, yeah. <laughs> self-care self dropping a thousand dollars on a purse what you know yeah you know and and, and, it's, and the truth is like we don't really have a very good handle on what our self-care is um you know and i don't because we're not really taught to we're really taught to ignore that <laughs> and to you know you can't listen to that part of yourself um, because, you know, there's these things that need doing and there's this schedule that needs keeping and and that's really much more important. Um, And so, you know, we're really, you know, coming at this as, you know, really newbie undeveloped babies, right? Like, um, 
you know, like, and, and for anyone who wants to venture down this or anything else for that matter, um, I mean, yeah, it's it's not something that, that we really know how to do. And, you know, it's going to be different probably for everybody. Um, and I would just encourage ex like ex exploration, experimentation, and then also, but also like to push yourself. Like what would be a hard rest day and try to do it and see what you get out of it. Um, you know, cause I, I think sometimes when we push through, you know, a lot of things that are unpleasant, there's really pleasant things on the other side, you know, when we push through, gosh, I'm bored, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. and we let that settle down. And then we push through the really pervasive one is I could be doing X, Y, Z, A, B, C, and you can go through the mm -hmm. alphabet several times. <laughs> and, and then, yeah. you know, but then you get to really hard questions. And I think that's what makes it really yummy and restorative but also really difficult then you're faced with the things of like uh, how ingrained is this like amount of productivity right now <laughs> like i'm actually having trouble turning it off you know um yeah. self-worth things can come up right like who am i to not do anything it's not like nothing needs done. <laughs> That's not what we're talking about. <laughs> we're not talking about everything got done. Therefore I can rest. Why do we make rest last? Right? Like, why is yeah. that the mentality? If once I do everything, I'll rest. Um, you know, so if not everything's done and you're committed to a rest day, that's going to be a question that might come up, right? Like you shouldn't, you don't deserve it yet. You deserve it oh, after God. you yeah. do these things, right? Yeah, but, so there's yeah. there's a lot of stuff that comes up. And so, you know, I think, like, it, it's worth hanging in and making it hard enough that those things can come up and and then be addressed. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you get, you're going to get a lot of personal growth in those questions as well. As, as you, the more you look at the deeper questions, like, stuff will naturally bubble up. And, Wow. Yeah, I can see threads of perfectionism and oh yeah, um, workaholicness. I'm just making up words here as we go. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, good. That's good. Um, what we're escaping? Escapism, yeah, self, you self, know. You know. Escapism, self worth, self esteem. Um, you know, searching for love or self love, even. You know, I will do this when I do that. Oh, did you eat that cookie? Well, got to go to the gym tomorrow. Um, whatever that might be, a lot of stuff's going to come up when you when you're doing this rest day and and pondering it. Oh yeah, I like you know, I, I do I do think that a lot of our um, striving. I mean, we kind of talked about the striving, the ingrained part of sort of striving for an act or striving for activity. Um, but I do think you know a lot of it is rooted in some form of escapism. If I'm busy and I'm working and even, and, you know, and work doesn't necessarily mean work, work, like, you know, for money. Um, but just this sort of go, go busyness, whatever you fill that with, whether it's like official work or not. Um, I think, you know, a rest day really kind of, puts you face to face with like your motivations for doing anything <laughs> you know it's kind of like was that is that a good motivation or am I really like just trying not to have this day where I have to look at myself and answer these questions and keep my own company you know a lot of people really struggle to keep their own company that can be very hard 
Um, you know, so I, I think like psychologically it can be very difficult and, and, but very worthwhile to do. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think this is a hugely worthwhile, um, activity endeavor, like part of life. I mean, like, and for like schedule it in, you know, like I can see this being, oh yeah, it'll be my rest day that day. Oh, stuff came up. Oh, fair. And it comes, oh, fairier can only come on that day. Like schedule it in and hold to it just like with anything. Um, you know, New Year's is coming up. People that do New Year's resolutions. Oh, I'll go to the gym and I'll lose weight. I'll start a new course. I'll be a better husband, whatever it is, like schedule it in. That's important. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that's been probably the most helpful thing for me. Um, and, and honestly, like it feels a little stiff and I hate that feeling. <laughs> so that's something that comes up for me, you know, because I'm like, can't life be like sort of this great synergistic, fluid, beautiful thing? And I mean, I, I believe in the potentiality of that. But <laughs> but truly, when we're off, we're out of balance and we're out of whack, of which the world definitely is, and we're not really well versed in certain things, they often do start feeling a little stiff, right? Like, here's my rule for myself. Um, I am going to rest this day, um, you know, but it does feel a little like, ugh, like, I mean, do I have to, like, I'm totally self-imposing this. <laughs> no one else mm -hmm. is saying like, I need to do it. Then that brings up something else entirely, right? How much am I doing for, because of me and how much am I doing? Cause people are imposing it on me. Really? What are my choices? Because if I sit here and make a choice that I'm going to make a rest day and I can't hold to that choice and I'm saying it's because no one's making me do it. Am I doing any, everything else? Cause someone is, you know, where's that, where's that line? And therefore am I making many of my own choices? Yeah. That's a great question. You know, if my level of accountability is high or if I need a lot of accountability, and that's fine. I mean, this is just all self-exploration, right? But it, but it, it does bring up some of these, these questions, um, or at least, you know, it did for me, you know, that it's like, well, if no one's going to make me do it, I need, uh, me wanting to do it needs to be a pretty good reason, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and often it's not. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, I mean, I'll go to work every day because someone said I needed to be there, you know. And yes, there's this exchange of money and there's all these other social pressures. But a lot of the reason for a lot of people is not because I really want to go there. It's all these other reasons and pressures, right? And so, you know, we go to do something that's really outside the box and rest should not be that, that outside the box, but unfortunately that it is. And, you know, now we're we're looking at all these issues potentially yeah but no re rest it is it is important that rest needs to be in the toolbox or schedule in however, however it's for you rest is important you need to people put rest on your to-do list on your yes yeah regularly your daily daily yeah. journal, weekly journal yep. as it were put it up on your monthly calendar on your fridge um whatever yep. it might be yeah, and I, you know, and I think like, you know, I, you know, as, as stiff as it might start out, right? Like, 
you know, I'm going to have a rest day one day a month or one day a week or whatever it is. Um, you know, and for maybe for some people, it's like, no, it's going to be, I'm going to do an hour a day where I'm literally not doing anything, you know, like, I mean, whatever, whatever that looks like, you know, then, you know, you kind of grow from there. Right. So, I mean, how much rest does one need? You might really find that one day a week really isn't enough. Um, you know, you might find that, um, you know, um, you might need more rest at, like we said, seasonally, like at certain times of the year, um, or that you might benefit from larger chunks of rest, but less often, um, you know, so not everyone's going to cycle exactly the same, but you kind of have to start somewhere to figure it out. And I think it, it does require enough discipline and enough structure to not, fall out of it just because we're going to make this assumption that's not working for us. <laughs> you know, it's like you kind of mm -hmm. have to give it a good enough go and to sit with the uncomfortable things long enough to really ascertain did that really, really not work for me? Or was that just hard and I didn't feel like engaging <laughs> that hard yeah. thing anymore? Yeah. Um, you know, because again, without accountability and without, with the opposite of social pressure, <laughs> the social pressure going against what we're trying to do. Um, you know, there's going to be things that maybe come off uh, feeling a little like icky or stiff or uncomfortable about it. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and, and I think it is really easy to say like, Oh no, I don't really need a rest day. I must be one of those people. <laughs> must be yeah. one of those people that don't need a rest. Um, yeah, if you, if you say that you probably do need a rest day. You probably you need, need a rest. Yawning. I need a rest day. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Gosh, wow. Well, thank you. This has been a great topic and I've really enjoyed exploring it. And there's been tons of stuff for me to think about and also take some rest days. They're yes. important. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I want to say thank you for your time. As always, it's been great, great connecting with you. And you too. Yeah, I look forward to seeing what uh, unfolds for you in the 2024, which is here in like six days. It is. Yes. I'm also looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hooray. I should hope so. <laughs> All right. I'll have a wonderful afternoon. You too. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And thank you very much for joining me on today's episode, friends. It is always fun for me to record these, and I do hope you get a lot out of them. As always, if you enjoyed this, please share with your friends, your family members, your colleagues, your coworkers, your hairdresser, the guy at the restaurant, uh, wherever you're going. I do my best to research these and give a lot of good information. And there's a lot of people out there that can benefit from hearing the stories and also having that perspective shift that can come along with, with listening. As well, if you get a chance, I do encourage you. It really helps me out if you can leave a five-star review at the podcast platform you're listening to, as well as maybe even write something. So uh, yeah, if you get a chance, please do that. I prefer Apple Podcasts is how I listen to things, but I know that uh, Stitcher's out there, Spotify's out there, Google Play or Google Podcasts, there's a whole bunch of them. So if you get a chance, please do drop a five-star rating and leave a review. That would be fantastic. And with that, have a wonderful day, friends. We will catch you on the next episode of The Wisdom of the Wilderness. For a lot of us, rest is not easy. <laughs>
and we're not mm-hmm. taught to do it. Um, we glorify being busy and we glorify work um, and action. And we're actually very bad at resting. So, you know, to really have a committed day of rest actually takes quite a bit of preparation. 